Okay, Ephesians 4, 14. And the outline is the last point, the precautions that are given here. <clears throat> the gifts were assigned, the people involved, the procedure involved, the, the purpose outlined, and we've covered one of those points each Wednesday, and then the precautions given, Ephesians 4.14. The reason to edify and to build up, to that we might come to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God, unto the measure of the statute of the fullness of Christ, that we henceforth be no more children, tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness by which they lie in wait to deceive. And so this is what we come to after being built up. You need to be on the alert. You know there are <clears throat> certain people that when they're younger Christians, can be easily drawn aside. Easily drawn aside. And if they're not Christians and thinking about it, they can be snatched away too. Many years ago, there was a, a doctrine going around and um, somebody that was coming would get any visitors that come in the door and talk to them and take them home for lunch. And indoctrinate them with a false doctrine. Right. And I can see it happening. And it's just, that's the devil's doing, really. It's just not doing God's will. And um, <clears throat> the younger ones can be easily tossed to and fro. We need to build, be built up in the most holy faith that we don't get sidetracked. And uh, when in church history is probably the time that there'll be more false doctrines shooting around everywhere than ever. Sorry? Constant being stoned. <laughs> okay, there was they were going around then. <laughs> Today. Because of the means they've got to do it. They can get it they can be in your pocket on, on in your phone you can get anything on your phone. It used to be in your home on the computer. But it used to be by books. And uh, you, 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 you know, people, you'd say, when you go to Kurong or Word Bookstore, watch what you buy. Know the author. Know the book or have it recommended. It, it's hardly any sense saying that anymore. It's everywhere. <laughs> and so that is when the seeds of the doctrines were sown back then and uh, Alexandria. And it was interesting on Monday night, the, it was said there that Barnabas and Silas might have gone down and started a church at Alexandria. And Alexandra is where a lot of the stuff come from, especially the teaching of how to interpret the Bible and allegorizing it from origin. And Augustine picked that up later on, and about 100 years, or a bit less than 100 years later, and run with it. And that's the foundation of the Catholic Church. The Reformation happened, and the Protestant churches come out of the Reformation, and they took with them that method of interpreting. They should abandon, abandon it <laughs> and come to understand the literal truth of the word of God. But it, yeah, the, as we look back, and it's no strange thing that it happened because it had already happened when Paul was still alive. And he saw that. Let's go to Acts 20. You've probably 
heard this one a few times, but Acts 20. And this is while he was still alive, he was still pastoring, as his last visit to a church he loved, the church that had left there, or eventually left their first love. But Paul saw the writing on the wall already. Chapter 20 and verse 27. <clears throat> For I have not shunned to declare unto you all the counsel of God. Take heed therefore unto yourselves and to all the flock. He's talking to the elders of the church that had come to meet him and he was last, his last visit with them. He said, to all the flock over which the Lord or the Holy Ghost has made you overseers to feed the church of God which is, he hath purchased with his own blood. For I know this, that after my departing shall grievous wolves enter in among you, not sparing the flock, and also of your own selves shall men arise, speaking perverse things to draw away disciples after them. And I wonder if we were standing on this, the beach at that time. And he, he had a fair inkling already that there might be that brother, and I'm not pointing to anyone here, <laughs> but, you know, that brother. I can see some way he thinks, the way he comes to conclusions, it could be him. He didn't name anyone. But he, he already had it in mind, this is going to happen. And from other scriptures that he wrote, we see that he warned other people. He warned Timothy and others about this sort of thing. He warned the Ephesus elders here. Let's pray. <clears throat> Thank you, Lord, for your word. And I pray that we'll be attentive to the word of God. And Lord, if we, <clears throat> if we are somewhat unlearned in the scriptures, that we wouldn't go chasing new things that come on the scene in the religious circle. And Lord, we have been warned, the, the Bible tells us, and if it like, was like that then, what is it like as it's multiplied over the millennia today with the heresies, Lord, and the false teachings and the false prophets and the wolves that are everywhere present. Lord, I pray that you would give us wisdom to do, get in the word and know what it says that we might give an answer to people that bring up some new thing. We ask and pray in Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> I went to visit someone. <clears throat> they knew I was coming. I'd, already, I'd, I'd try to ring before I come in. <clears throat> when I turned up, they just happened to be outside and taking pictures. Pictures of this and sort of facing toward the house but up. And, and got inside and said, what, what were you taking pictures of? He said, have a look. He said, see the planet between us and the sun? I said, oh, well, I don't know. Is it a cloud? <laughs> it was sort of an arc. And he said, that's the sun that's shining most of the time is not the sun. It's an artificial one that man set up there. I said, oh, <laughs> Where's this going? <laughs> but this one spends a lot of time on the internet and looking at all these things. And, 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 and it, was, it was drawn from the scripture, there'll be signs in the heavens. So, okay, let's go take pictures of it and look for them. You see how you can get off track? And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, that's not, a, that's not such a thing as some of the teachings on the Lord Jesus Christ, some of the teachings that are going around if they're denying, denying his deity. And this is all through the church, early, early church. But grievous wolves enter in among you, not being tossed to and fro, as our verse, our text says, and carried about by every wind of doctrine. The slight of men, you, 
Sometimes you can be innocent and think, well, they call themselves Christians and they're earnest and uh, they're sincere. But as has been said often, they can be sincerely wrong. Jehovah's Witnesses, are they sincere people? Very sincere. They go knocking on doors. Do you? Do I? They're sincere, but sincerely wrong. And, um, <clears throat> and they don't believe in the deity of Christ, therefore they can't be a Christian. They can't be saved if they don't believe that. John 4, 1 John 4. Let's look at some others. Second Peter chapter 2 and verses 1 to 3. And this warning of being tossed to and fro, it's right through the scriptures, New Testament, and in the Old. <laughs> we could go to Ezekiel 34 about the false shepherds there. And the thing is, in that day, when he was talking to Ezekiel, and the people, can you finish what, it, what was said of them? And the people love to have it so. The people love to have it so. Because it eases their responsibility on them in their spiritual lives. Because these false teachers won't make it harder, they'll make it easier. Second <laughs> um, <clears throat> Peter 2 and verses 1 to 3. But there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you, who privily shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying, and we just talked about that, the Lord that brought them, and bring upon themselves swift destruction. And many shall follow their pernicious ways, by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. And through covetousness shall they with feigned words make merchandise of you, whose judgment now for a long time lingereth not, and their damnation slumbereth not. Not a good end for those who are false teachers, who draw away people, denying the Lord Jesus Christ. So wolves in sheep's clothing, Matthew chapter 7, where this is mentioned again, these false teachers, Matthew 7 and verse 15 and 16. <clears throat> Beware of false prophets, said the Lord, who come into you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. <laughs> Ye shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles? And so <clears throat> wolves in sheep's clothing. And you've, you've seen the overhead we've had of a wolf dressed up with the skin of a sheep amongst the sheep. <laughs> I remember using that one at a young adult camp it was one of the first young adult camps we had at Murrindindi, actually. And Kevin Currell was there. He had me. He and I were doing some teaching together. And uh, he wanted to know where I got that. And I, don't, I can't remember, but it was because he's a bit of a cartoon drawing person. And he, he liked the one with the wolf's head sticking out with the wolf, wolf's mouth of the sheep's head. Um, <clears throat> and that's what, spiritually speaking, these false prophets are like. But inwardly, they are ravening wolves. You wonder why they do it. Why do these people get into religious circles, in Christian circles, and do this? You know why? Because they're inspired by who? The devil himself to do it. The devil has his church. The devil has his people. The devil has his plants. They are called Satan's ministers, if you go back to 2 Corinthians chapter 11. And these are, I think these references, most of them are written down there in the, in the outline. <coughs> Second Corinthians 11 verse 13. 
and for such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Therefore he is no great thing that his ministers also be transformed into ministers of righteousness. Yeah, they're pretty cunning, aren't they? The wolf in sheep's clothing, Satan inspired, angels of light, ministers of his ministers transformed into ministers of righteousness. Now, who is an obvious one in town? <clears throat> the priest beside the post office. You see, Jeff had to wheel his bike in there <laughs> when he worked at the post office and often saw him. Did you talk to him? Absolutely. Okay. I spoke to the one that Saints uh, Pax had many discussions with him and debates, but I wouldn't talk about that. Uh, yeah, don't. <laughs> the, uh, he's, uh, yes. he, is a, he is a bad man. <clears throat> he is the one, when a couple of Christian men stood up at Yak and Danda to oppose those sodomites in that Buddha shop, he got up and stood up with the sodomites. And back then, how can you how can you be a loving Christian and say that sort of thing about people, when all the people the two two young men were just saying that this is of the devil, this is not of God, this is unrighteousness, and so he's an obvious one there, and he's been told so by a few people, and um, <clears throat> but there are others that are not so obvious. He more declares his colours, doesn't he? <laughs> False apostles transformed into angels of light. And so beware, don't be gullible. gullible. And in the last day, when you get on the internet and do a search for anything, remember, if you don't know the person, they're not being recommended to you, you need to know where they are doctrinally. And if you're a sound in the words, you can read a little bit of the information and you come up with the stuff, there it is, <laughs> found the problem. Or you don't find a problem. And I can read, read on. Wolves in sheep's clothing. Angels of light. Matthew chapter 24. Now this is in reference to even a more deceived, uh, uh, when more deception is around is when we're not here and the tribulation is on in Matthew 24. <clears throat> will be for those that are living in the world at that time. And verse 11 but it's leading to that point, you see. What we've got now is a progression or digression, if is that a word, down to that time. In verse 11, And many false, te false prophets shall arise and shall deceive many. Over in verse 24, For there shall arise false Christs and false prophets and shall grow, show great signs and wonders insomuch that if it were possible they should deceive the very elect. And that's how crafty they're going to be in that time. And signs and wonders they will do and deceive the very elect. How does Antichrist get his power? How does he get people to vote for him? How does he get the world leaders to follow him? By signs and wonders. Mm -hmm. By signs and wonders. Is the, is the church being prepared for that? Yeah, they've got signs and wonders in the churches. And so the miracle thing is, well, that's it. It's, it's on today, isn't it? Let's be on the alert for this. Over in 
2 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 19. I mean verse 9. 2 Thessalonians 2 and verse 9. <clears throat> that talks about these so-called miracle doers. Have you ever spoken to a charismatic who has had an experience of healing? <laughs> How hard is it to convince them they're wrong? Impossible. <laughs> it's very hard. Remember that chap we met on the street that day? He, he, he declared us to be false prophets <laughs> because we said, no, it's not of the God. Well, who is it of? <laughs> There's one other conclusion, isn't there? It's of the devil. If anything is happening, chapter 2, verse 9 of Second Thessalonians, even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power, this is Antichrist, and signs and lying wonders. The Lord Jesus did all those miracles, yet they didn't believe him. There will come one that will do miracles and they will believe him. Just a heart of man bent toward evil. And it's also in Revelation 13, 13, the signs and wonders. They perform signs and wonders. As, uh, as has been said, if uh, you meet one of these people that believe they can heal, they've got the gift of healing, just do a practical thing on them. Look, a lot of sick people down Albury Base. Let's go. And you can heal them all. You know? The doctors will be out of business. And they're more in business and building hospitals everywhere and trying to find solutions to cancer and all these other things that they said they're healing people from. Now, why have them if you can just do it by healing? Uh, <clears throat> i got relatives that have got involved in that business. And... And when they did, once they got in there and they started experiencing things, I'm not saying they didn't experience things, there was impossible to talk scripture to them. They wouldn't listen to the word of God, but they would listen to what they had had happen to them. Exalting experience over scripture. Uh, <clears throat> there's one in First John, we won't turn to that one, chapter 4, verse 2 and 3. Uh, they don't confess the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, let's go there. We're pretty close to it. First John 4, 2 and 3. This is, this is important. Know this. And this is, remember, don't get tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. Know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. Every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God, and this is the spirit of Antichrist, of which ye have heard that it should come, and even now already is in the world. And uh, it's progressed a long way since John's time. <clears throat> the spirit of Antichrist. What did, what did Satan do to the early church? What was the method he tried to use to destroy the early church? It was persecution, wasn't it? For 300 years, the, the persecution of the 10 emperors of Rome, they really persecuted. And Constantine was the one that changed that. Uh, and so it wasn't working. Christianity was spreading. People were going everywhere preaching the gospel from the persecution that happened about Stephen in Jerusalem and went out. So Satan changed his tactic. Let's put them in power. Let's give them equal control or control over the government. Catholic Church, as it were, beginnings of it. Constantine, in the sign of the cross, conquer. 
And, <clears throat> and so they're in, and then the Dark Ages ensued. And it took the Reformation to turn that around. For people to come out by faith and all the, all the things. And if you study church history, you see that most of the motives of the Catholic Church at that time were for money reasons. Relics, selling relics, selling you know, prayers for the dead. Everything that they did was about money and raising money to fight wars, often with the Muslims, <laughs> the Crusades. But Satan has been against the church. The Reformation and things that progressed from 1700 to 1900 and the revivals broke out, the Philadelphian church and all the blessings that come to the world from the missionaries going everywhere. And Satan didn't like the open door that was set before this church. And uh, he closed it and you know what it was? Charismatic. And that's what started then in Azusa Street. And then all the false doctrines that have come from that time till now and what are we, almost 120 years from that now and the things that have swept on. <clears throat> Remember when Pastor Bill Grant first came out, the first time I saw him was down at Clayton Church of Christ. <laughs> and, and there Dr Woodbridge was there and he was just preaching on separation. That was his topic. And was advertised in the Church of Christ. And you know, the place was full. <laughs> it was packed. We were sitting right at the back. I know it was packed because we were sitting at the back. We come in late. And there was preaching and there were people that were very interested in the stand of separation, this sort of teaching, back then. And it was at the tail end of the Philadelphian church, you might say, where revivals went around and people were interested in obeying the word. It's not like that today. He wouldn't be invited out. He's not alive. <laughs> um, <clears throat> ungodly men. For Jude, just over, in verse 4. There are certain men crept in unawares who were before of old ordained to this condemnation. Ungodly men, turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness and denying the only Lord God, our Lord Jesus Christ. You see the denial of the Lord? But there's something here that they work, they work on to switch. They'll use this, this thing. There's one word in that, in that verse. What is it? Something that's great that we get from God. Grace. Grace. They switched it. There's books out, a book out called Grace Awakening. And it's using, well, under the grace of God, we have liberty. And liberty allows us to do anything. Do away with any behavior as Christians and please yourself. That's what they use grace for. But remember, grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Add the, put them together. What's the truth? Yeah, we are under the grace of God. We have been brought into liberty, but not liberty to do as we please, but liberty to do as he pleases in our life. That's true grace. Not grace awakening where, well, we can involve ourselves in a lot of things. We can drink, we can smoke, we can behave and get around. That was the attitude of the Corinthian church. And Paul said, had to rebuke them sharply for their behavior. But I think that's interesting that right there in Jude, it talks about the grace being abused, the grace of God. Yeah, Paul said, God forbid, in that. Um, well, 1 Timothy 4, verse 1 and 2. 
these are just the references you can look at and keep a little clip of them somewhere. Find one of the verses that is prominent in your mind and write the others next to it that you can source it quickly. First Timothy 4 verse 1 and 2. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times, and that's interesting too, and you find that in some of the references we've looked at, shall, some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry, and commanding to abstain from meats. Fit, fit that one into any... Can you fit that into a church mainline... Well church in quote in dittos forbidding to marry catholic um and commanding to abstain from meats catholic seventh-day adventist which god hath created to be received with thanksgiving by them who believe and know the truth for every creature of god is good and nothing is to be refused if it is received with thanksgiving I think that's what Brother Crow says. If they make a hungy or whatever they call them, you've got to eat it. <laughs> well, how it's handled and how the hygiene. But <laughs> praise the Lord I'm eating this food. But I don't feel like eating it. <clears throat> I just told uh, Matthew and Lachlan, just be careful what you eat over there. Just, you know, you've got to be wise as a serpent, <laughs> harmless as a dove. And not offensive. But anyway, yeah, this is what some of them get up to, commanding these things. Second Timothy chapter three, verse five and following. You got <clears throat> having a form of godliness but denying the power of it, from such turn away. There is actions for true Christians in a lot of these verses, what we're to do in relation to that, but that's not what we're looking at. We're looking at these these things that come. What tosses us, tosses us to and fro? For it's of this sort are they who creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins, led away with diverse lusts, ever learning and never able to come to a knowledge of the truth. As Janus and Jambres withstood Moses, so do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds reprobate, reprobate concerning the faith. They're reprobates. They have heard the truth, but they're turned from the truth and they've decidedly gone in a different direction, but they're staying within the circles of Christ religion <laughs> or Christianity. In um, <clears throat> Having form of godliness. To, have you been into a church where they have the form of godliness? What do you see? You'll see all the robes and the mitres and the... <laughs> the hats and the, and everything like that and the smoke and the incense and people think that's Christianity that's what is no, not at all not at all and um, <clears throat> they have this form of godliness and have deceived the world they don't endure sound doctrine just over in chapter 4 of 2 Timothy and verses verse 3 for the time will come will they have we looked at that one no, time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. Someone gave me something the other day, and it's just because I'd heard it had the last trumpet. And immediately in my mind, 
<laughs> I know what that's talking about. There's a group called The Last Trump. And The Last Trump in the series in the book of Revelation, is say, they say that's the rapture because it's the last trump. And there's a trumpet sounds at the rapture, so that's when it happens. And that's middle or later tribulation. <laughs> and as soon as I looked at it, I said, oh, you know, I don't know if it is, but it could be that, that those people, there was a print-off. And um, so I went and looked it up. And I couldn't find it in their, any of their writings, but I did find Mrs. Pastor preaching every second sermon. But you, get, you check it out and have a look. Find out for yourself. And that is where Google might be good in that you can... I mean, you need to know the truth before you go there, but look at what they're teaching. And it's good when people write out their doctrinal stance at the start. You can pin it early. So all these things. Butter wouldn't melt, melt, melt in the mouths of those tickling the ears and tantalising the taste buds of people. Isaiah 30 verse 10 reads, Who say to the seers, See not, and to the prophets, Prophesy not unto us right things. Speak unto us smooth things. Prophesy decease. That's what the people said to them. <laughs> Don't tell us the right thing, just butter us up. Preach our don't preach unto us these things easy to receive. And um, Jude verse 16. I've got that one down in relation to that thought. <laughs> where we read, These are murmurers, complainers, walking after their own lust, and their mouth speaketh great swelling words, having men's persons in admiration because of advantage. They have a gift. They have a gift, not a gift from God, but they have a talent, let's say, a talent that they can use to the advantage of drawing disciples after themselves. These people bring disunity. Their belief is based on a lot of falsehoods and they have admiration of people and take advantage of it. They like a following. So don't be tossed to and fro. Don't be children. Don't be carried about with every wind of doctrine. And I don't know if you've heard any new ones in the last week. It's like that, isn't it? We, we've now got teller evangelists in our country. Well, no, they're coming from other countries and they're being paid to put on our television. And they're there and some of them are going 24 hours, 24-7 on our television now. I didn't think it would happen in Australia, but it's happening. And so just be aware that they're around. Put up your guard, know the Bible, ask questions of other godly people before you get sucked in by these. And um, well, someone has recently been coming and been drawn away from here <coughs> to the JWs. In, the person knows what, a lot of what goes on, you don't, with, with people. And that's sad, really sad to see. And, and, and how they've done it, too. It's just... Um, it's, they, they sneaky, they're sneaky characters, the JWs. And in that they're still around. You don't, just because they don't have knocked on your door, you may have refuted the too, too many times for them to come back. <laughs> but they're around and they're out there to get your people. Any questions, any thoughts or comments before we have some... We don't give them God's feed, do we? No. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the thing is, when you're talking to a person, see you later, have a good day, 
No. When, when the JWs are walking away, you don't say that. You don't say that. You bring the truth to their mind, and if, if they'll let you talk, and you don't bid them Godspeed. They won't do it to you either.